Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you ever really need to know. I'm Eric Zampa. I'm Brady Steffel. Hey Brady, how is your week going? Uh, like, good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's all right. You know, we took I uh, took Monday off and I helped uh, basically repaint and clean up the shelves and stuff in a couple closets. So, not like a wildly exciting thing, but you know, nice to get little projects on the house done. Makes you feel. Uh, like you're getting something done, like you know something's going on. You're making making progress somewhere. So yeah. Nice, so what but... projects are you working on these days? So I mean, I just said the closets. You were you were listening, right? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> tuned out. I was busy doing something, but so closets. Yeah. When you say closets, like what? Well, we got hall closets in the front, and like um, the paint was peeling, and they were just you know I don't know when the last time they were painted thirty years ago, forty years ago. I have no idea. Um, okay. But like the rest of our house has multiple coats of paint everywhere, and then the closets had. I think one. So it wasn't, wasn't done very recently and it was, you know, it was peeling and whatever. And the shelves were, were beat up and needed to be cleaned up and the ledger boards, that, the things that go around the edge that hold it, you know, attach to the walls that keep the, the shelf itself from falling down, you know, yeah. uh, were like these big, they were huge. So I, I made some nicer ones and that kind of stuff. So just cleaned it up, painted it, spruced it all up, uh, thinking about putting some like sort of LED light in them or something too. So that and the one in the in the bedroom where Kelsey keeps her clothes. Because uh, yeah, they were just really dingy and like this wall was painted this color and this thing was put up at this point and it's different color and there's five different shades of white inside of it. So that, you know, that's kind of it. It's not terribly exciting, but it's good to have a project when it's, you like this outside uh it's cold and, and gray and it gives you a little something to do i feel like i need a retake because i was listening to you the whole time but i was trying to do something too as you know i try to like jostle a couple of things while we're doing this podcast so brady tell me about your closets i should have led with that but instead i blew it and uh made it sound like i really wasn't listening to you so yeah but uh that's great anyway. yeah yeah well there you go um so that's you know i mean it takes a lot of work to sand and paint and clean and it whatever does. so you know causes you you think it would be like 10 minutes of work but it right. usually takes it would be four hours yeah. well you gotta you gotta pull everything out you know it's not yeah. like you just wash the wall and start painting like you would yeah. with some other walls you gotta you know yeah. all the jackets come out all the shelves get pulled out so it's, it's you know then i'll fill in all the holes and stuff so very exciting but not everything's uh and all that exciting. So what do you want? <laughs> well, Did you have any trick-or-treaters this Halloween? No. Really? I think I, I had one kid. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah we had like get? 20. Okay. But it's funny. I mean, not many at all. Um, no, we, we are usually swarming. And I I was going to turn on the light and the light wasn't working right for some reason. And I put a bowl of candy out and I was checking on the light to make sure that it was working. And it had started sleeting because I was just yeah. like, you know, I, I don't yeah. know that I want to deal with opening and closing the door and stuff. It's cold and it's dark and it's wet and COVID and all the rest of it. And so didn't really feel like it. And I went out and like just to check the light and it's like you can hear it, it hitting the candy bars in the in the bowl. And it's like, all right, I'm just going to pull this in. So I've got like four packs worth of candy because usually usually there's like parents with wagons pulling kids and, and like a beer cooler and it's like a big party. And this year it was just completely dead. And I looked up and down the street and I didn't see a single kid um, up and down the entire block. Um, and usually I, th- I feel like we're sort of a destination over here and I didn't see a single kid. Uh, I didn't see anybody out. I didn't see any lights on. It was just cold and dark. And that was the day. Cause this like, that was the day that it, the temperature dove too. It was like, yeah, exactly. it was beautiful yeah. that it's 40 degrees and it's sleeting. So yeah, yeah it was, which seems it was typical disgusting. for Halloween here. So for those of people who are listening in, usually around 
around Halloween, we lose our kind of beautiful weather. So yeah, it was, let's say sixties, usually thereabouts fifties, maybe even if it's cold and then all of a sudden it's like snow, precipitous, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We fell right off a cliff. So I, I wouldn't want to go out if I was a kid. I'd be like, just why don't you just go to the store and buy me some candy? I will say that I went on Halloween day to get candy because uh, that's the kind of guy I am. And they didn't have any Halloween candy left at the Safeway. So I, I have just an un, like an unholy number of um, Reese's Pieces Christmas trees <laughs> that I have to now eat, which, you know, it's okay. That's um, not a bad thing. Huh? They're good. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to probably put on some weight before I even hit the holidays this year. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I think there were two things that kind of diminished the Halloween trick-or-treaters. First of all, they had the Halloween parade down on Main yep. Street. On oh, Saturday, sure. and I stopped in at our favorite, uh, you know, cracker sponsor, yep. our cheese cracker sponsor at Miko, and um, they said they had a thousand. They gave out a thousand pieces of candy that that morning. Wow! So oh. if they were doing that, I, I mean, imagine like some of the other places, like Browns and other other places yeah. downtown, were probably just well, probably I mean, candy if you... out there left and right, and so you know, you got the kids. On Sunday, you know, Saturday, they've had a lot of candy yeah. down downtown. And then Sunday is a school night. You know, you do the math, plus crummy weather. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I imagine that a lot of people were independently making the same decision. Hey, yeah. I can go out on this day when it's beautiful on a Saturday night. You know, just all of the things you just said. Or I can wait until actual Halloween <laughs> yeah. and take my kids out in the, in the freezing yeah. cold. And um, and so I'm not surprised I didn't see anything, anybody. Um but really, it was it was sad compared to years past. It was it was pretty bad. So, um, yeah. no, I didn't see anybody. It was cold and it's been miserable. We've we just not been going anywhere. I mean, we've been doing stuff in the house with the hardware store a couple times, but yeah, um, it's not it's not the kind of weather that makes you go like Jimmy G Wilkers. I'm gonna get yeah, I'm gonna go out. No, we voted. I mean, you know, I I did that and whatever. It's but it's no, it's it's and like I was looking at the the news for this too. And it looks like it's been a pretty slow week to be honest. I don't know. that. Oh, I know. I, yeah. I, I mean, I was going to tell people, I, you know, I, uh, just a reminder, I process ballots. So tonight is the late night. It's election night. So mm-hmm. I'm glad for all the people who voted already. So thank you. It makes my yep. life a little bit better. Um, and just thanks for people for voting. I mean, I think that's you know, right. Exercise your, your right to do that. So, <laughs> and I was on the subreddit and like the only thing anybody talks was like, Oh, vote. It's like, okay, <laughs> this is really the only thing that's going on right now. Let's go, let's go and vote. Like, I do okay, have well. a couple of things that I wanted to mention. So first yeah. of all, aside from Reese's pieces, what are you, what is your favorite candy? Oh, Reese's are, are right up at the top. Um, okay. I can only eat so many. Yeah. I, I eat a little bit of dairy these days, but not much. Most of the okay. stuff is milk in it, but I obviously only eat, I mean, gluten, which like, yeah. like, like yeah. Twix are out and, yeah. um, but I'll eat Snickers on occasion, which I do like. And I like, um, like we got some Heath and I haven't had Heath like a little, little Oh my God. Small. I haven't had a Heath bar in forever. They're pretty good. Like yeah. those are pretty good. But Reese's, yeah. I mean, for my money, I could like, I have a hard time stopping and I don't usually go in for sugary stuff. Uh, potato chips. I will, I will gorge myself on fried food, but when it comes to candy, I, I just don't buy it. And, um, so Snickers and, and, um, Reese's and I, I just, I have a hard time with Reese's cause I'm like, maybe one more. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I will say that, uh, all, uh, the Halloween theme, when we were cleaning out the front closet, I found a, a black light light bulb in the front closet and I put it out. I was trying, I was trying to use that for Halloween. Cause like Kelsey's like, probably that's why it was in the front closet. So they would put it out for Halloween. Yeah. So it was just dated Spencer's gifts. 1990 yes, 1990 yes. yes um copyright 1990 spencer's gifts 
So it's super old and the label is great. It's like multicolors. It's just, it's just amazing. So, so for those who don't remember Spencer's gifts, in fact, they used to be at like shopping malls and it was kind yeah. of like, it's this on the edge kind of store, especially in the seventies and eighties where they'd sell like kind of adult joke stuff. And yeah. as a, as a child or a teen, a young adolescent, I'd go in there and think that I was like in some sort of really, um, yeah, black light bulbs. Illicit place, you know. They yeah. sell like, oh, it's not a, it's, I don't even know if I should say this, but it's it's not a bald spot. It's a, it's like a solar panel for, you know, like a solar powered sex machine or something. Yes, exactly. They it was would like, have those kind of like double entendre stuff that yeah, you like really, see all the time. Yeah. And just yeah. like really cheesy gags yes. and like yeah. over 40s gifts and yeah. <laughs> oh you're over the hill, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um yeah. and you it's know, it's whatever. Kind of like where the Playboy Mansion went to die, you know, like all the jokes and stuff. Oh yeah. Stuff yeah. that would have been funny 30 years. Yeah. Like yeah. the first time you heard it, you go, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. And then they're like, Hey, you want to track this old guy? <laughs> yeah. Dust the old girl off. And yeah. See what she looks like. It's like, Oh yeah, no, I, I heard that. It's, it's a little like working in a factory. I remember when I worked in the factory, it was just like the same jokes would just be recycled. Yeah. Cause people were just too yeah. tired to come up with new comedy, you know, on the yeah. spot. Yeah. So yeah, just a lot of like, yeah. And before we get in trouble here, we'll move on. But yeah, I was gonna, there was a joke. I was like, ah, there's a joke for example. Oh, I'm not going to say it. Exactly. All right. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention about news around town. So there is a consignment store on oh. Kaufman that just opened. There was a, a, a law firm um, that was in an old house. Actually, you can visualize this oh, just yeah, yeah, south yeah. Of, of Cafe Luna. So about three houses down on the east side. And uh, it's called Elevated, and it's a consignment store, and supposedly it is going to be gently used elevated goods, if you will, like cool. higher end stuff. That sounds fun. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, I did not find anything about the website, but certainly for those who are interested, you certainly can look at it. It's you know, drop I know you by. I, I was kind of them. chastising people yeah. about not having a website. I don't understand. At least, and I got to say the same thing up, about please. Tacos you know. GTO again. Yeah. I'm going to call you out because I tried to get a hold of them to find out about hours and if they do any takeout like and i couldn't even find like much of anything on their websites like what do you what do you got because i want to call up and basically place and it's like yeah yeah well uh you know get your website up it's the it's 2021 almost 2020 to do uh operate a successful lemonade stand this morning at least a facebook presence you know and i think it probably will kind of effort to find a Facebook if I can real quickly mm-hmm. here while we're talking. Uh, most bagels has got their sign up. It looks like that, that development oh. is going really well there below third. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool when it comes. Um, also, I did some Intel and called Chick-fil-A in Longmont because a lot of people are just so sad that the Chick-fil-A is closed here and oh. they have been. Um, are you a Chick-fil-A guy? No, I'm not, but I never got it. I'm I shouldn't say things. I'm not a Chick-fil-A guy. To be honest, I've only had one Chick-fil-A sandwich in my entire life. So a yeah. lot of people are going to be like, I can't believe that, but I've never right. I've never had it. I mean, I had it in Atlanta or whatever. I love right. fried chicken, so that is it's not that. It's just like, eh, you know, I just don't think I I'm had going it to once Chick-fil-A. or twice and was really just like, well, I don't really get it. And then I heard some of their stances and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way to go there. I didn't really like it in the first place. Yeah, so it's, I, I, it's yeah, I don't whatever. I you know, people tell me it's like the best you know, chicken nuggets and that sort of thing. And so, you know, I'll probably be excited to try it when it comes back. And so to report to everybody, it looks like late November is when they're supposed to come back online okay. again. So in long months. Well, so, 
all the Chick-fil-A heads that are waiting for their fried chicken and amazing customer service can do that late November. There you go. Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. <laughs> You're so excited. Well, it's one of those things where I used to, you know, I, I like fried chicken as much as the next guy. I go to the post because I can eat it there at all or make mm-hmm. it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to get the Dairy Queen, like little chicken strip baskets, which are actually pretty good. Yeah. You know, like I never really thought of going to Dairy Queen for food much. Dairy Queen's one of those holdovers that's like it's still there, and I don't know who goes to eat there. But it was me every other Friday. I'd go go like, let's just get chicken strips. I don't want to deal with it. Uh, so we'd get that. I thought those were okay and they were fine, um, but I never really had the chance to to hunt out the really good chicken. Strips. I never. I always was suspicious of the Dairy Queen braziers they used to call them. You know, oh, yeah, like yeah. that's where they made the food, and you're like. You know, like when I grew up, it was like ice cream. And then all of a sudden they had one in North Boulder when right. I was a child. And it was like, oh, you have hamburgers. That's weird. Right. Why not? So yeah. it's kind of odd. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, is it any weirder than like any other fast food <laughs> kitchen? Because they're all weird. I mean, yeah. when, yeah, you, when it comes down to it, if you when you basically got highly processed food going through highly processed cooking yeah. machines, it's like, wow. But I mean, if your brand is ice cream and all of a sudden you do prepared food too, that's just kind of odd to me. So... Yeah. I'll just say I remember liking the chicken strips well enough. It was easy, um, but that's you know that's it. And ice cream is their ice cream is fine. It's it's DQ. You know what yeah. you get. You go yeah. there, you're gonna get the same thing. Um, because some angsty teenager is gonna surly <laughs> uh, teenager making your food. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be what it is. It's like wherever you go, it's staffed by a bunch that's of teenagers. True. Like yeah. whatever. It's just yeah. always the case. So uh, I've got the yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was going to the governor is going to or like we're we're halting cosmetic procedures in Colorado as the the hospitals. Yeah, yeah, no cosmetic surgery for you right now. Okay. Yeah, so I was going to get my nose bobbed, but that's um really not that's a thing. off limits right now. Yeah, no, nope, can't do none, that. none for me. But yeah, so that's that's the thing. That's kind of the state of where things are at right now. <clears throat> I believe that the vaccines have recently been approved or are very close to being approved for the five to eleven year olds. They are indeed. They have been approved. So which I would think would help. That is with exciting the, with the. Yeah, with the transfer because let's be honest, um, kids are not great at c- covering their cough and keeping <laughs> snot from ballooning. Although I, mean, I used to work at a preschool, and I mean it's amazing how many actual snot bubbles you'll see come out of those. Yeah, it's gross. Little, yeah, little guys, and it's just like yeah. wow. So I mean, if we get those that age group um, all all protected up, that'd be great. So uh, hopefully, that well, happens. and plus it gives a lot of solace to those parents that are sending their kids to school. Yep. So it'd be really cool. So, yep. Yeah, I still think from what I've heard is that um, they're not getting as sick, but still, I mean, it's still, if you can protect them. Absolutely. Protect, yeah, plus, let's you keep community transmission down. Let's just, you know. Whatever. Absolutely. Uh, the fairgrounds master plan. So the fairgrounds have not been updated since 1978, I believe. Yep. Oh, is that like, like so, a lot of our stuff around here? Yeah. So the fairgrounds is actually owned by Boulder County, which mm-hmm. is managed by Boulder County Parks and Open Space. Okay. Which I always thought was kind of odd, but anyway, it is what it is. So they're looking at public input for um, the update to the fairgrounds master plan, which, as most people know, is you know it's a really highly utilized facility. So yeah. if you're not not familiar with it, it's between Boston and Nelson, and that's pretty much the fairgrounds on Hover, if you will, just just that mm-hmm. west side or east side of Hover. And it, you know, they we have a uh the uh county fairs there and the farmers market and all these other things but you know i've heard reports of you know a lot of the buildings just being really pretty run down i mean you think about it the last plan or the last upgrades i mean they've right. had some minor upgrades but 
the last major upgrade hasn't occurred since the late 70s so you can imagine that something's yeah really 40 to 50 years changed. old something yeah. that's used i mean it's, yeah. it's not yours you know you don't go there and go like oh this is my house i need to paint exactly. it's like you're renting yeah. the place you're using it yeah. so you're gonna go well what do i do that's the, the least amount of effort you're not gonna yeah. go in and clean up after other people so some of the things they're discussing is some of the upgrades to some of the buildings as well as paving some of the areas which i think would be magnificent because yeah. some of those areas are just so muddy and gross when it gets really wet. Uh, the public open house, in case people want to comment, is Tuesday, November 16th. <clears throat> that's 5 to 7.30 p.m. at the exhibit building at the Boulder County Fairgrounds. Well, that's apropos. I mean, makes sense. So they'd have it there instead of, I don't know, your local A&W or something like that. So, And that is 95, 95 Nelson Road. Yeah. Oh, man. A&W. Um I have a segue to that one, but anyway, I'll let so you go you. first. Yeah, I do. Oh, I no, do. I was so say... can I give you my segue real quick? Yeah, let's I was go. saying A&W. So last reports, like in the, I want to say late 80s, early 90s, A&W came out with this third pound burger. Okay. And they talked. Oh, I've how, heard this. Yeah. yeah. So they talked about how McDonald's had a quarter pound burger and they yep. serve a third pound burger yep. and they could never understand why people weren't jumping at it. Right. And then soon realized through their survey that people didn't understand the third was greater than. Right. Four. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it was like, but four, but four is bigger than three. So they're trying to relaunch it again. Oh, and yeah. their ad campaign is stressing that people are just dumb. They don't get that a third. Yeah. Is well, I mean, I don't think calling the consumer dumb is probably a good strategy, but anyway, well, that's, yeah, it's 2021, Eric. You can do it a lot. <laughs> you ever see like the Wendy's accounts on Twitter and stuff? That's right. Yeah. It's, it's wild out there. Um, what people are doing and getting away with, uh, in terms of PR and marketing and stuff. And it's, you know, it's all big soulless corporations having a laugh, but, um, some of it's pretty funny. So yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's kind of sad, but it's like, well, it's one, you break a pound into three pieces, or you break it into four. You know, it's like yeah. it's 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 not that complicated. But you know, the, the something something the absolute state of public education in this country. Can you believe it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, for me, it's Do more right. of the A and W itself. I mean, probably where you grew up, if there was an A and W near you, it was more of a drive-in Sonic yep. kind of thing where you yep. you sat there in your car, or whatever. Somebody come out and have you. You order a baby burger, a teen burger, or whatever, and you get yep. root beer, and you'd sit there and hang out. And now it's like housed in a Kentucky Fried Chicken, and it's like, uh, what what are you there for? Like the only thing I think about A and W is root beer, and I'm not going, hey, I need to get a corn dog today, you know. But <laughs> why not? Uh, I will say there is an A and W. I don't know if it's technically inside the, the city limits. It's just north of 66 on 287, so on Highway 287. There's one up there by the, I guess, close to the Walmart. It's the Walmart, yeah. So yeah, it's the yeah, KFC yeah. slash A&W. A&W. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. everybody's favorite. But Twix. that that being said, there's one in Bertha that still is the original drive-in. Really? Yeah. Oh. So people want to reminisce and go up there. Right. And perhaps try to steal a mug, which they don't allow you to do because they're probably plastic anyway nowadays. But oh, yeah. it used to be glass mugs and people would take them, like my parents, you know. So they were <laughs> right. But yeah. <laughs> but no, the one up it's in Bertha is. Crystal. Get it in your purse. Right. <laughs> Put it in there. <laughs> it's like people stealing towels in hotels. I never could understand that in the 70s either. But um, I don't think that stopped here. Like, I don't think that was in the 70s. Like, I, I don't think, think people, people still... steal towels. Now. Oh, yes. Towels. Let's play it. Let's prove a negative on this show. Oh, I don't. <laughs> happens i'm pretty sure people still heist i don't towels. think people steal towels because they charge you so much it's ridiculous like well, if you take that robe they're going to charge you like some ridiculous amount they're probably they're just better at catching you doing it now so that's yeah, probably ha ha i took a towel eight yeah. bucks yeah 
This thing's a piece of junk. Eight bucks. That's depression era prices. You must be thinking, you know, it'd be probably be like 50 bucks if you take yeah, it. Yeah, you're probably you know? true. They yeah. just double charge you for the room. Anyway, there was my AW story, which I thought was kind of funny. So Yeah, I was just looking. It's like, how many AWs are left? Because, geez, there's just like you see one, and you're like, huh, an AW. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's it's always the like so they're they're everywhere, but like not very many of them. And so whenever you see them, it's like, oh, there's a yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. They're they're around. It's so like I think of that or... in the same vein as like in um and W and Dairy Queen. I kind of go, huh, Dairy Queen. Oh yeah, I guess like a Dairy Queen that serves food. I think of like on par with an A and W. Brazier. I love the brazier. The, brazier. the idea of a yeah. brazier. <laughs> Was that open flame or something? I don't even know. And it's just. I know where'd that come from? Some Brazier. guy named Brazier was Gus Brazier who opened yeah, it. Or... Gus, yeah, <laughs> Gus and, and Jim the Brazier brothers. Uh, <laughs> just like whatever. Boy, it's hard hitting this week. Holy, it cow. is. It is. Uh, yeah. Longmont City Council candidates appear willing to consider a composting requirement. This is from a couple weeks ago. Uh, most of the candidates running for one of the Longmont City Council seats up for election appeared through their comments Wednesday to agree that the council should at least consider imposing a universal composting requirement to, to divert materials. Da, 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 da. This is, uh, I mean, I like the idea behind these. Um, there was one in, was it Portland or Seattle? I think it was Seattle. My friends, and they had composting. And this was before I moved here, I think, or before we had composting. And I thought it was a, a cool novel thing. And they're like, yeah, it's actually, there's actually a lot in the books that you have to have it. And then I was like, oh, wow, weird. It's like, yeah, but the fine is like a dollar or three dollars or something if you don't get it. He said because it was some sort of weird tax thing or something, like they couldn't make it robust. So they, they yeah. said, yeah, we'll have it. And then they gave the the way that they reconciled it because the you know people were against it was just to make the fee which had passed be worth like nominal. Like, yeah, like a <laughs> buck. Like, oh, it's three dollars a year if you don't. You know, I do composting, pay your, pay your dollar. It's like, okay, well, so it's one of those where it's like, you know, technically you're paying somebody for services. You pay them a dollar yeah. just so you can have a contract for it. It was that type of thing. Um, I'm not against this. Uh, it's one of those things like if you force everybody to have a can, it's not like everybody's going to use it. But hey, um, I think it's very useful. Uh, I like the services. I think that they're great. So, you know, I do too. No, it's, it's really awesome. And in, fill, in fact, I feel like my compost bin probably more than the average person. So, well, look at this guy. <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy. Uh, speaking of the brazier concept. Oh, so the, the name, Brothers. the name brazier originated in 1957. One of the, one of the company's franchisees, Jim Kruishank, I have no idea how to pronounce okay. his name, sure. set out to develop the standardized food system. When he witnessed yeah. the flames rising from an open charcoal grill, a yeah. brazier in a New York eatery, he knew he had found the brazier concept. He knew it. Actually, I don't think he found the brazier concept. I think he found what a brazier was. Right. And yeah. then named it. You know, I don't yeah. think he found it. It wasn't like some weird. Well, like, it's like it's saying like, that. It's almost like Moses. Like he found the burning charcoal grill. <laughs> came down from the mountain. It's said, a bit I like when the you brazier say, concept. oh, well. <laughs> When when we discovered you know, North America, it's like, well, I mean, you know, it had already been discovered. Yeah. Uh, people were living there. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's one of those, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, we found a thing that somebody was using. And I thought, I'll use that too. Um, that's fine. I mean, they're apparently successful enough to stay in business. However, not expand very much, Dairy Queen, I mean. Um, 
you know, it's not like they're going, ah, we got a toehold on this. They've been around for a long time and mm. they're just kind of doing their thing. Right. So, yeah. Um, a new yeah. housing advocacy group has formed in Longmont. Another one. Wow. And who is this? Uh, uh, this is, is this, I don't know. We didn't talk about this, have we? Mm-hmm. Uh, Prosper Longmont. Oh yes. I did hear about that one. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. actually one of the things that I thought the mo- was the most interesting uh, was that I want to make sure that this is right. It says uh, Eric Wallace is, is cited in mm-hmm. this uh, president of left hand yep. brewing yep. Um, and co-founding member or founding member of Prosper Longmont. So um, I thought that was just kind of notable that he he's got this thing. So they're saying, you know, do no harm, set goals and measurements. Da, 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 um, it's a housing advocacy group. And I will say that that was something that I thought about when I was looking toward elections this time. Uh, because you and I, we talk about development all the time. We talk about housing prices yeah, yeah. all the time. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> you used to give me a, a lot of stick about how often I would go back to the well of uh, Longmont Real Estate. But there's a real point there because it's gotten so unbelievably expensive that it's it's noteworthy and people are priced out of the market. So um, that it, it's news. And it's, I mean, I thought it was interesting and you kept going, geez, all right, the, the market minute reports here. But I mean, all of these different things are showing up. It, it was a big topic for the mayoral. Uh, oh, absolutely. And then for for this. So, and then there was there's been a thing in Boulder since forever. Um, uh, housing is for people, or whatever it's called. There are several nothing. groups working on this extremely important issue, and so you know we wish them all well. And you know, part of it is the fact that you you can't rely on people just commuting to their jobs all the time from like you know 50, 60 miles away. Oh so. yeah. Yeah, you got to make it, places affordable and livable, so you can have. I saw there was some percentage that they were talking about. I can't find it, but it was it was some like a lot of people were commuting even into Longmont for jobs every day, and I didn't realize. Well, they that do. It was, yeah, it was yeah. it was that high for Longmont because I thought it was it was an absurd number, and I was like, I don't want to go on record saying anything because I totally forgot. It'll be completely wrong. I can I can go on record and say yeah, that. go nuts. So the last survey they did that I know of, there probably has been more recent one. We were actually the highest of people who lived and worked in the same place, but even that being said, it was like forty two percent. Yeah, so a lot. So it's really say- it's really a low number considering you know. Right. Um, but we're the highest of, of the entire cities in Boulder County, and right. that's kind of weird. So that's not exactly a great achievement, but yeah. No, I and I think like. Hey, there's there's all sorts of impacts for that. There's people lose time. Uh, there's environmental issues. There's just all kinds of things that 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 are knock on effects from that. Um, and it's it's a complicated, thorny issue. I would love for everybody to be able to afford where they live because what they talk about in these is just being um, you're paying too much of your your income in in rent or in, in basically in housing. More than a third is considered um, excessive, and it it's. That's the way that it's going to be here for Absolutely. many, many people and why people live so far away. And so yeah. Far, so. Well, I don't rag on you about affordable housing. So I don't rag on you about that topic. It's when you get into like stock prices, grain prices and weather. That's oh, when yeah. I'm kind of like, you know, well, if you no, but I would say us, like lecture us about inflation next. We should, we'll listen. When I was talking about median home prices in Longmont going up, you're like, oh, back to this. Um, <laughs> but it's like it's, it's it's staggering at how fast they've gone up. It is. And that's that's one of the big takeaways. And what what made Longmont the community that it is today, and hopefully stays in the future, I think, is that it was you know more or less an affordable place to live relative yeah. to Boulder and the and the the area around us. But now that 
that's there's less of a difference there. But I would contest that probably that was a long time coming, considering the entire county itself yep. was always much higher than Longmont. And I think we all kind of rested our laurels on thinking that, well, at least Longmont's affordable. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, so it was like a day of reckoning that was going to happen anyway right. with, with housing. And it was just like, well, we should have planned for that many, many years ago if I could go back in time. But Right. And if you yeah. haven't been watching or if you've you know joined us late, um, it when we moved here, housing was, I mean, you could find a house for two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. This is in 13, 14. And the, there was a flood and there was already housing tight, tightening up. And, you know, a lot of people were, were displaced and, and all of, all of a sudden there's no inventory left. And like every year I would watch house prices go up in my neighborhood by like a hundred thousand dollars. Every year I go, surely there's a soft cap at like $500,000 for a house like this. And it was like, nope, now it's six. And then the next year you'd be like, Nope. Now it's seven. And recently I saw like, albeit a very nicely uh, remodeled house that's 2000 square feet ish or whatever. Um, with that's including the basement, like a thousand feet on the main floor. It's like a million dollars of things sold for. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. $950,000. <laughs> and I'm going, no, nope, that's yep. too much. And, yeah. and, and then you look at why people are struggling to live here and why these are such hot. Places. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on other, I'm going to try to make this shift. I really can't without just saying it. So on other things, um, the Fiber Arts Show is November 3rd. It's a good segue, you know, affordable housing to fiber arts. So what was was the old Monty Python thing? And like, and now for something something completely completely different. different. (laughs) I want to remind things that the people that things are going on at the fairgrounds. So that seems to be the theme of the day, plus Dairy Queen and their trademark loop on the top of their cones. Um, But the fiber arts show is going on November 3rd, the fairgrounds. And that's where you get your yarn and you can go see goats, llamas and all the stuff like spin. Well, they're not spinning yarn, but. You will have spun yarn from other animals and that sort of thing. If you're a knitter or a a weaver or a fiber artist, that's a good place to go. And then also the farmer's market is actually on November 6th. It actually goes till the 20th. So we don't have too many days left in the farmer's market. So people, if you want to go out and get your kohlrabi, which is great this time of year, of course, Mm -hmm. you got to get your your Brussels sprouts and other things, you know? So yeah, get out there. time to go, get out there, <laughs> make your crowd out of your kohlrabi or whatever. And then I also wanted to mention, I want to give a shout out to Rosario's. That is the Peruvian restaurant that we have yeah. here in town down South. Sandy and I went there this week and this past weekend. And it was exceptional. We hadn't been there for a, a probably, I, I care to say I'm embarrassed about how long it's been, but of course with COVID and everything else, it has been a long yeah. time, but that place is, it was you know, it was just really busy and lively and it was really good food. I mean, it's really, if you haven't had Peruvian food, it's this really cool mashup of, of like, you know, obviously indigenous Peruvian culture, plus you got Asian culture and you've got some other things too, as well. It's really a fascinating uh, cuisine. So, yeah, you've raved about that place um, in the past. I mean, yeah. you have, you've, it's great. It's great. And that is by, that's basically on, like we're 119 and um and and uh, 287 meet right that's sort of yeah so it's main street and yeah main street and and 119 so if you think if people are visualizing this like goodfellows is out there that's like a diner out front yeah. and it's a strip mall that's behind there yep and it's so that's, just really good food i mean it really is amazing food and we're just really fortunate to have that restaurant here in town so yeah nice yeah, yeah. here we are and now for uh, something completely different absolutely yeah <laughs> What kind of potato chips do you like, Brady? Salty ones. Anything? Any particular brand? Um, yeah, well, I, I like I like salt and vinegar. 
I used to really go nuts really? for the. Uh, wow. Oh yeah. Oh, oh oh god. Yes. Oh yeah. Wow. That's one of the staples. I've always got that. So not so, plain ever, or you just kind of go with salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar is good. Depends on the chip. I used to go for the malt vinegar ones. Um, the I think they're the Boulder Canyon ones. Yeah. Uh, but I can't have malt vinegar anymore. Um, dietary reasons. And then Lay's with ruffles. You know, those are good. Yeah. The salt, just you know, normal ones. And tortilla chips. And then sometimes I'll do like the the Lay's like chili limon ones. Those are solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 tater, the craw tater ones um, from Zaps. Which are sort of inconsistent because sometimes they're extremely salty, <laughs> and it's like, wow. Last big I got, I like those a lot. Last big I got was was unbelievable. Um, but yeah, and then barbecue chips sometimes too, which Kelsey doesn't. She's just not cotton with. Are um, you a blue corn chip kind of guy? Sometimes, yeah. 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 Usually I go with the Kali Dad. I've tried all the uh, different corn chips. Yeah. I like yeah. the Kali Dad. Yeah, I think those, those are the ones are that I like. Yeah. Um, used to be all about the. Oh man, I can't even remember which one it was. Sort of thicker. I uh, guess yeah, I've lost it. I lost Pringles, it. Pringles. You in Pringles? No, it's not. It's like mashed potatoes that have been fried or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's not my thing. But it's, you know, it's like whatever. It, uh, I saw a cooking show where they took Pringles and they needed. They were making um, a meal out of stuff that you could find at the the bodega or the local corner store, and they made mashed potatoes. I think it was mashed potatoes or something similar out of Pringles, and they just took it, like rehydrated them all, and like basically used it like potato flake and then dressed it up. And somebody ate it like it's not bad. Um, sounds horrendous. <laughs> it is weird. When they first came out, I remember my parents were all suspicious and weird about it, but they're uh, fine. I mean, I don't, I don't hate them, but I'm not going to go out of my way to get chips in a tube. Like, <laughs> the back, whatever. Uh, you sound no. like consumers in the eighties or seventies. Yeah. So, What's with yeah, the chips yeah. in a tube? It's like a full Seinfeld. What's with these chips in a tube? No, I don't even know. Uh, what's, uh, there's a, Takis. I've never had Takis. Those, that's a, Those that's are really a, good. I have that's to say, thing they're that's awesome. They're awesome. Absolutely passed me by. Yeah. Uh, we were watching a lot of food. Food networky type stuff, you know, YouTube food stuff in the during the pandemic when it was really bad, and they were talking about takis all the time. And I'm like, what the heck are these things? Um, they came up, and I completely missed it because I just go by my collie dad, and that's it. Um, but you know, whatever. There you go. Again, uh, now for something completely different. Logmont seeks advisory panel applicants. We've talked about this in the yes, past. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's coming up. You can, you can, uh, you can go be part of a, an advisory panel, which is kind of neat. Go be part of your community. Don't just yell at clouds. Go yell at people in the community format. Um, <laughs> well, don't yell at people in community. Well, yeah, yeah, don't yell. Let's let's be nice about it. Uh, Logmont is inviting residents to apply to serve on one of the city's advisory boards, committees. Or commissions. Oh, there's not a. Yeah, so it's anything from like historic health, human services. I mean, it's like all over. Right, Airport, just times call golf courses. Use, yeah, doesn't use the Oxford comma, and I'm just sad. Yeah, I know. As I'm reading I'm this. Sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, Airport Advisory Board, Art and Public Places, Callahan House, Golf Course, Historic Preservation. There's something for everybody. Yeah. If there you're is. a nerd about you know the city, uh, go do something like that. Uh, get out, get out of the house, or you know, right. get get out of your get on the Zoom. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how things are done anymore. It's all falling apart. You know, the world is it's moved on. I don't understand it. It's new and scary. Uh, no, it is scary. Uh, yeah. all right, or you could just go do art and sip. You know, yeah, they got that going on. It's um, it's cool that that's coming back too as well. That's like you paint a painting and you get to hang out and have some wine. So yeah, and why not? That sounds you know of all the the ways to spend an evening. I could do a bad rendition of what is it this time? Magical blossoms in bright colors. 
Um, I could do a bad rendition of that. That sounds okay. That reminds me that I noticed the cheese makers are still doing courses online. It'd be great to check yeah. in with her and see how she's doing with those courses yeah, online. Sure. And I, if she has plans to go back in person, early, I don't know. Early guest in person. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Probably one of our seventh or 10th guests, probably episode who's, 12. Yeah. Who's our first guest? First was guest was that? Kim Manage from the oh. Longmont Museum. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. yeah episode, episode four. Yeah. Yeah. That was, and I got to say props to that. That's cool. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot, of, a lot of neat stuff going on. Cool. So anyway, uh, this right. has been just dragging around. We have. So I, I guess we should probably let everybody go. Yeah, we just drag it an yeah. acre around so, Dairy Queen absolutely. this episode. So say Dairy Queen. Yeah. Is yeah. this interesting? Everybody. Yeah, there you go. Banana split sandwiches and dillies to get a chap off your lips and slap your face. Okay. I do no you know what that means. Do you like dilly bars? You know, I kind of did in the day. Okay. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah. I never... You know, I, I, I like, always like, love the cone where it was dipped in the chocolate stuff and you get hard, yeah. like the magic shell stuff that became I don't really like that. prevalent. Yeah, I just don't, oh, that was good. I just, man, cold chocolate. My dad loves chocolate chips and his ice cream, and it's just like they get hard. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, I don't like it that. It tastes no. like chocolate very much because no. it's cold. No, like the magic shell stuff was kind of like pretty much predominantly oil, so that was kind of good. So. <laughs> All right, as always, we thank Andy Epler for our intro music, and we thank... Uh, Oh, I don't know who else I'm thinking. David Cutter for Float Away. Mm-hmm. And as always, you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. Reach out to us at SideDishLongmont at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, have a great week. Thanks, Brady. Yeah, stay warm. <laughs>